This is Amanda. And this is Rachel. And this is Vocal Perspective. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Vocal Perspective. We are here with episode 52, and our guest today is Roxanne Powell. She is an avid, rabid barbershop fan, and she's also the president of the Mixed Barbershop Harmony Association. And I'm a little biased because she's also a member of my chorus, Bella Nova, so I can confirm that she is an extremely involved barbershop fan. Hi, Roxanne. How are you? Hi, Amanda. Fine, thanks. How are you all today? pretty good. So we always start these interviews off with letting our listeners know what drew you to barbershop? How did you get involved? Oh, it was really an interesting thing. I was singing already in a women's chorus, accompanied women's chorus, a wives club chorus on an Air Force base. And a new gal came along, stood next to me in this this little group and said, you know, I belong to another group of singers and I think you would like it. You should come. (laughs) So... At that point, I was pregnant with, I think, number five, and I was desperate for a night out. And I said, why, sure. And so we trekked all the way across San Antonio, and I was introduced to the Mission Bells, where they told me, it's okay if you sing low. And I was hooked from that night forward. How long has it been then? Well, that was 1977. Wow. Yeah. And from there, what was your journey through barbershop? How did you go from there to president of this association? Because that's a, I'm sure that was a fascinating journey. Well, uh, the short answer is accidentally. That's usually how it happens. Yes, yes, indeed. For many years, I uh, was very happy singing in various choruses as we moved around the, the country. Some of them performed very well and went to international competitions. Several were social groups that were wonderful fun to sing with and hang out with. And then as happens, I think to most people over time, if you've been around a while, people start thinking you should be leading something, whether you think so or not. (laughs) (laughs) So that kind of happened. Actually, it was Christina Llewellyn that got me into Leadership in Harmony Incorporated. She's famous for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Don't hang out with Christina more than about 10 minutes. Appear competent and expect to walk away without a role. (laughs) Right. That's right. And then as it happened, my husband is also a rabid barbershopper and he was on their international board. So I was hanging out with all their international board members at various social functions. And one day at a a social event, Jerry Borden said to me, Roxanne, there's a new group called Mixed Barbershop Harmony Association. It's meeting tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. and you should be there. Now, (laughs) I'm not a morning person and the thought of being at 9 a.m. after being up till 5 a.m. was not particularly pleased. However, with tags still ringing in my head, I stumbled into that meeting room, offered a couple of opinions, got excited about what was happening at their board table, thought, okay, this is enough information for me. I think I'll go along now, stood up to walk out of the room. And Jerry said, ooh, not so fast. Ron, Ron Morton was the president at the time, we have an empty board seat here. What do you think? And Ron said, oh, cool. And Sharon Towner said, I'd like to nominate Roxanne for that board seat. And they <laughs> all, and I said, hey, wait, don't I have to agree? <laughs> not really. And anyway, that's... Uh, <laughs> To shorten this story quite a bit, I found myself 
a member of the International Board of Mixed Barbershop Harmony Association at their very first inaugural meeting. Wow. So wait, I so, want to go back for a second because you said that ahead. your husband is an avid barbershopper and I'm wondering who got the bug first? Absolutely. Dick had been told all his life his family did not sing. And, and in school, they he was one of those poor souls that was, was, makes me angry even still to think about it, was told, you can't sing, don't sing, you can turn the music if you want to help. And so he never sang. And my family sang all the time. So I could not imagine a life with no music. Anyway, we moved to Maryland. I was well involved by that time in barbershop. I had a quartet and we were all hanging out and doing all kinds of performances and all this wonderful, wonderful stuff. And in the midst of that, Dick's dad retired, sat down in a chair and proceeded to just not be the man he had been, a very successful businessman. And I thought, oh, I don't want this to happen to my husband. We need to get him some identity outside of I'm an Air Force officer or I'm a, an IT person. So I arranged with the husbands of my quartet members to kidnap Dick and take him to the local barbershopper's guest night, which they did. <laughs> One very rainy night with six kids lined up waving, bye-bye, Dad. And he's going, what's happening to me? Anyway, <laughs> as he recounts it, he, he went to the Sons of the Severn. Bob Disney was their director at the time. And he stood there and listened to heavenly music. And he looked at all these guys and he said, you know, they don't look to be any smarter or anything than I am, and they are making this beautiful music. Maybe I can. Oh, that's beautiful. I love it. And now you're barbershop royalty, as far as I'm concerned. The two of you are barbershop royalty. No, no, no. This is a very democratic country, remember? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I think this is good lessons for people to learn. If finding music and finding an opportunity to sing, not as a scholastic you know, in school, right? Not as a high schooler, not as a college student, but post that as you're sort of in your, and you're not seeing my air quotes on the air, but like real life, you know, it's a, I think it's a really compelling like path and story for people to take inspiration from. Yeah. So a lot of people know BHS and HI and, and Sweet Adelines. Tell us more about Mixed Barbershop Harmony Association, because you're like the new kid on the block. Oh, indeed we are, and very proud of it, too. The Mixed Barbershop Harmony Association was incorporated as a nonprofit in 2014 by Ron Morden and his wife at the time, Jane. But we didn't have our first organizational meeting till 2016 because Jane sadly died shortly after oh. and was not furloughed. So anyway, so we've really been active since January of 2016. And at that time, we had and still have the same vision, actually, to promote, encourage, and celebrate mixed barbershop harmony in North America. At that time, of course, there were no official uh, organizations on this continent for any kind of ensembles that wanted to be more than one gender. And so, so that was the niche we were looking to serve, because that's what we think of ourselves as servant leaders. Anyway, it just took off. It built on an earlier organization that was just for, for mixed quartets that had been founded and beautifully run by uh, Kim and Jerry Orloff. 
And in fact, it was Kim who financially supported the start of MBHA. And we, we hosannas to, to Kim in heaven for getting this group started. So since 2016, it's been rapid growth. What kinds of activities are mixed quartets participating in now? Okay. Well, the of course, the most visible activity is the World Mixed Contest, which is sponsored by Bing in Germany. The Europeans have been mixed for quite a while, and their contests have been. So we began in 2014 qualifying quartets, and at that point it was only quartets, for invitations to the World Mixed. And in 2014, Doubledate, and you know them well, I think, Doubledate actually won the World Mixed. Now it's World Mixed is every other year, so again in 2016, and again Doubledate won. So there we were, brand new, and God love those folks. Now to marry, now to married couples, they were. Yes, indeed. That's awesome. With, with babies now too, right? They have babies and babies. <laughs> yes, and oh, living oh. near each other in Florida. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and Blair, of course, now sits on the Barbershop Harmony Society International Board of Directors. Yeah, I wonder if you can talk a little bit about some of the changes that you've seen and that you've had to address with the advent of COVID and this time where we can't maybe be together in the ways that we have been together in the past? Well, by now, this is probably old news to most folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, physical distancing is tough, which makes social interactions using modern technology the obvious way to go and an obvious blessing. Can you imagine if this happened a century ago? No. I mean, it did. I, I am so thankful that we are in, I mean, if we had to be in a pandemic, I'm grateful it's this one and not the flu of 1980 because I don't know what I would do with myself. <laughs> but I wonder too, like, I mean, one of the things about having quartets is that you have an easier time, I would imagine, social distancing and practicing. Some of our quartets have, especially since many are family groups. Right. So mm -hmm. the social distancing isn't quite as strict. And our larger groups are, many of them, really, really embracing the idea of, of virtual choir productions. And as a matter of fact, every year for the last several years, MBHA has sponsored a mixed showcase at the BHS International Convention. And we were really bummed when it was canceled this year. And then we said, well, wait a minute, we can have a virtual mixed showcase. We sent out an invitation to all mixed groups all around the world. You don't have to be members of MBHA or anything like that. You just have to have either a recording of a previous performance or a virtual production that you've put together since COVID and upload it to, to Bill Colosimo's Dropbox. He's putting together the show and it will air Facebook Live and YouTube Wednesday, the 19th of August, 7 p.m. Eastern time. That was when I was like, hey, now's a perfect time to have Roxanne on this show because I'm so excited for that. You know, anything that is kind of, it's never a replacement for a convention, but Anything that kind of brings us back to some sense of normalcy, seeing the faces that I would have seen in L.A. this year, it's just, 
I appreciate that you all are doing that. So where can people go to watch it? The uh, link will come out on Facebook through the uh, MBH Facebook page and the Mixed Barbershop Singers group. We'll put it out on our webpage, mixedbarbershop.org. And I'd be glad to take suggestions of any other way that you would like. (laughs) (laughs) We can include it in the show notes, at least. Yes, we'll link it so everyone can find it because it will be a great show. I know it's one of my, it's one of the highlights of convention for me every year. I know that. Could I add something to that? Yeah, go ahead. Because we can do this virtually and because we have no time limits, there's no meeting room closing or anything like that. We literally invited everybody and we have all kinds of groups. We have the all-stars, of course, and the very the very adept. And we also have new groups and people who you would never think would do this. One of which is my little chorus, Full Circle, who last night finally finished their uh, very first virtual production. They're so excited. We're going to sing Dream Lover. We've never heard each other ensemble sing this song. Picked it up in April to learn individually and everybody recorded individually and then one of our members stitched it all together and said here we are and I I got to listen to it last night and I was like you know that's cool that's our ensemble sound we never heard this song that way before so anyway I love seeing all of these choruses embrace the virtual ensemble because I think a lot of people come into chorus in the similar way that Dick did is like you're brought there by a friend or you show up and you only ever sing in that large ensemble unless you break off and and start doing a quartet. But now everyone in a chorus is learning to sing on their own and start to get comfortable with singing on their own, even though it's, you know, just in their house by themselves. I know that's a huge hurdle for people, but it's really encouraging to see everybody doing that. Yes. We used to say you were supposed to do that and it was all struggle and obligation. Now we're learning to have some fun with it. In yes. fact, with the groups I'm with, I've told them all, let's stop trying to learn stuff by ourselves. We're alone all the time now anyway. We get together yeah. each section for an hour at a time once a week and we learn the music together. And then yeah. you're supported in your learning and, and whatever. I just did that for Bellanova, Amanda. I sent out to the bass section. Oh, good. I know because, you know, with Bellanova, we actually just decided to stop doing full rehearsals because it was just frustrating for everyone. So we're going to do smaller events, more social things, because I mean, I love the singing, but really, I just miss all your faces. Like I miss being in the rehearsal room and and going to conventions and and having that sisterhood that we have. So I'm glad to hear that the bass section is meeting and maybe our, our baritone section should have a get together too. It's a lot more fun to go line by line through a song with the, the sisters that are trying to sing the same thing and go, you know, that note's a little higher. But I think that's a really good lesson. I never get how come we never hear, you know, that note should be a little lower. But that's such a good lesson. I think that's something that all groups could, well, groups certainly that have more than one to a part, where to get together as their sections. I think that that's a really good recommendation for people in this time to really drill your part with the people that you know, and it could be more successful that way and less frustrating. That's awesome. So I wanted to go back for a second and ask, you mentioned all these groups that hadn't participated before in this virtual setting. And I wonder, you know, are there any in particular that you'd like to highlight? Any that you're particularly excited about that you hadn't 
heard of before or had a chance to? So question. Oh, now my show producer has not told me exactly. He has said we have 21 groups and counting. So that's going. And uh, people are, I think he said, please keep it to 10 minutes or less, something like that. But it's still going to be probably then a three hour show. Hey, if people could sit and watch a six hour AIC (laughs) show, I think three hours is nothing. You have a point. But we literally have submissions from around the world, from Australia and Sweden and you name it. If people are singing, they're sending it in. So it's going to be a worldwide potpourri. (laughs) That sounds so wonderful. What are some of your ideas for going forward? Where would you like to see the association grow and stretch and, you know, sort of the path that you'd like it to take? Well, we absolutely want to establish alliances with the other groups in North America. In fact, we've had a team in MBHA that has been meeting for a couple of years now with BHS Task Force and begun. In fact, I have a meeting later this afternoon with Donna McKay and Linda Braho to establish some working guidelines with Harmony Incorporated. Back in January at the Men's midwinter, we held a first ever mixed barbershop summit in which we invited leaders from all the North American barbershop groups and and got them. Area 1 and 5 from Harmony Incorporated, area directors, the moderator of the district president's council from BHS came. The BHS president was there. It was his suite. And uh, let's see. And of course, the MBHA team and representatives from Sweet Adelines was there. Yeah, because even though Sweet Adelines and Harmony Incorporated are female-only groups, they are well disposed towards the idea of mixed harmony. Both groups, of course, have uh, charters, bylaws that say we are female-only, and that's a good thing. But they are also related to and friends with people of other genders and might like to sing with them a couple of Yes. I have to say, last year at Area 3 contest, we had the first mixed quartet come and compete. And the two men in that quartet, I remember them coming off the stage. And and Harmony Inc. tends to be very, every group nearly gets a standing ovation and a big cheer and a parade when they come off the stage. And the two men were like, what, what is this? What is happening? I love it here. And it was just, while I love the, the sisterhood and the female environment of Harmony Inc., it was really nice to have some one of another gender come in and be like, wow, I really like this mm-hmm. community. Yes. We, Dick and I laughingly, but there's a kernel of truth here, call it the church of barbershop <laughs> because it is, it's a music ministry. We all participate in supporting mm-hmm. each other. I wonder, you know, this is maybe very basic, but for our listeners who might be used to single gendered barbershop, what about the mixed environment do you like so much? Oh, my goodness. It's just a different social vibe. I'll just give you my own experience, which is all anybody can do, really. So with my with my girlfriends at Bellanova, we can let down our hair and, and really talk girl talk. And of course we do. I'm sure every other, <laughs> I'm sure every other single gender group does the same. My experience as, as I sit in, which I do occasionally with my husband's chorus, is wow, what a wonderful supportive group of guys. He gets so much. And lately he's had some 
some significant health issues. So it's amazing the support these guys have given him. And they don't have to keep up any role playing or front for the women, right? right? Just the other way around. With my mixed group, there's a whole different dynamic. First of all, I think politer. Huh. Huh. <laughs> you know, because of communications differences, maybe, I don't know, I'm spitballing <laughs> here. People are more aware that the way they're used to expressing themselves can mm. be misinterpreted. Yeah. So, so yeah. there is that. But in my mixed group, there is the opportunity to, all my family pretty much, Oh, boy. I have two wonderful daughters. I have five sons, okay, and a husband. I sing with my guys, and I love, in full circle, I sing with my husband. I sing with one of my sons. It's a beautiful experience that I can't have at Villanova. Right, right. And, you know, for a genre of music that has been so strictly split by gender, I think what people don't see on the outside, like if you just see videos of barbershop, you see an all-male quartet, you see an all-female quartet. What you don't see until you're on the inside is that these conventions, everyone sings together and everyone is friends. And there's so much crossover between all of the organizations that, you know, starting this movement of more mixed groups was really just a natural progression because it was already happening, just not under any official capacity you know that's it's not open secret that there are whole barbershop families and there have been for generations and in Bellanova we we are very proud of grandmothers with singing with their daughters singing with their granddaughters and all like that down the female line while over on the mixed side we're very very proud that we get to sing with grandpa and uncle steve and uncle steve's grandson and whole families and then they go and camp together and do all kinds of other stuff together too and that's a whole other thing Okay, so one of the things I want to say about that, which is sort of the the dichotomy of the way we have looked at gender in the past isn't wholly supported, I think, by those two organizations. But having a mixed group really does, I think, provide an opportunity for people who may not identify as one gender or another to participate. Exactly. And that's why we've written our bylaws the way we have. I love that. Have you seen that come to fruition in the participants? Certainly. Yes. That's That's awesome. awesome. So as we wrap wrap up our time together. I wonder for your own personal self, what what are you hoping in the next, I don't know, three to six months that either um, the Bellanova Chorus or the Mixed Barbershop Harmony Association will do in the near future? I mean, I know you're looking towards this virtual concert. What about sort of after that? What What's going to be happening next? I would love to have codified an agreement with Harmony Incorporated. They have been so welcoming. You should know, Rachel, that that the Mixed Barber Shop Harmony Association does not put on contests and conventions and things like that. What we do is, we say, is take advantage of excess capacity at other people's conventions. I love it. And so we say, hey, if you've got room in your convention, we'd like to send some people to sing for score to qualify Perfect. for possibly the the world mix and alternatively or as well for evaluation for the learning experience and mm-hmm. finally just for the social interaction the more connections people can make with each other the 
the better. That's what makes for a peaceful world. If we could get everybody to sing together, we wouldn't have near the fuss and bother we have these days. I mean, I can't think of a better way to end. That is the perfect like summation of, I think, everything that we've been speaking about. Roxanne Powell, thank you so much for your time and for joining us here on Vocal Perspective. Thank you, Rachel and Amanda. It's been a pleasure. As always, it was such a pleasure speaking with Roxanne Powell, and I kid you not when I tell you how lucky I am to be one of her riser partners in Bellanova. Since the recording of this episode, which was just a few days before air, there have been some major updates for the showcase that we talked about during the interview. As of now, there are nearly 50 acts that have submitted to perform in the showcase. That means instead of just one showcase, they will be hosting two. You can still catch it on Wednesday, August 19th at 7 p.m. Eastern. It will be a open mic configuration with all kinds of performances from mixed quartets and choruses from all over the world. There will also be a downloadable PDF listing all of the performers and their bios. For more information, don't forget to check out the Mixed Barbershop Harmony Association's Facebook page or mixedbarbershop.org. Or you can reach out to the show producer, Bill Colosimo, at billcatps at aol.com. For our radio listeners, we're going to close out today's episode with a highlight of some of the quartets from the mixed barbershop world. That's all for this week. We'll see you next Tuesday.